understanding. What? What's up? You need this. That's right. That's right. Is anybody even listening? Okay, Hey, hey, hey. We do tracks. Tracks. We write movies. Movies. We write scripts. And scripts. We do doobies. Doobies. We puff, puff. The Doobie Brothers. Hey, y'all. Brothers. What's up, everybody? One more time. It is Understand This, the podcast. I'm your host and your friend, Finesse Mitchell. Over there to my left is my main man, Genie Dees. My brother. Good to see you again. Uh, bro, so much has been going on in our lives, personally. That Amen. Is, you know what I mean? Right. And we hope that great things have been going on in your life, personally, because what's the point of all these podcasts? You know what I mean? If Right. You sitting in a in the in the alley, right? Being homeless with a long extension cord, charging your cell phone. I don't know why you homeless with a cell phone. I saw that the other day in L.A., bro. I saw a dude sleeping by the telephone pole, and for some reason, this dude had a a cord, a outlet cord, oh, plugged wow. he- into the store's outlet wall that was on the outside. He said, this "I dude, need my power," and this dude yeah. was charging cell phone. Oh wow! Homeless as shit. He probably he probably uses that cell phone for, I guess, everything. Schedule, any kind you of know contact, what? waiting for jobs. <laughs> no, he wasn't homeless. Like he gonna go to a job the next day. No, he was. Oh, he was oh, homeless. He was, oh, this was downtown L.A. Yes, it's almost in the city. It's almost like he stole. He had to have. St- Why would you have a phone? Right. What kind of phone was it, bro? It was like an iPhone. A, yeah, it looked like an iPhone. Apple, charger. Apple sponsored. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was just an ad by Apple. That whole experience. It was weird. Give him a power cable. I didn't see shoes on his feet. Oh, he bro. was homeless, homeless. But oh, he no. had a power cord rigged, and obviously he had power because he was watching the telephone. So, hey, maybe he just stole a phone and the charger. Right. And then I'll he, be taking. Yes. You know what I mean. Other than that, I just don't know how you could be look that homeless, but your phone be so new. Um, a brand new phone. I don't know if it's brand new, but it looked new to a homeless dude. I don't care what he's holding. He could have been holding an Atari. He homeless. Shit look new. <laughs> what is he doing playing gadgets? <laughs> I like your Atari. <laughs> man, uh, like I said, man, we hope that you guys have been um, pulling through, adjusting, switching it up, uh, making moves. Uh, We're not using COVID as an excuse no more, bro. Yeah. Other I than mean, other than I I think people should wear the mask as much as you can when it makes sense. And I definitely 1000% thinks everybody, fuck you. I think you should get vaccinated. Don't give a damn about There it is. I don't think Cuz here's my logic and here's my reasoning. If something tragically happens to you, or something, car accident, mm-hmm. accident, whatever, and you're rushed to the hospital mm-hmm. and you're unconscious or you are conscious, but they're telling you you're about to you lose a leg or, you oh, you need a kidney transplant, whatever they inject in you besides morphine to take that pain away or to, to, to uh, kill bacteria to mm-hmm. keep you alive, mm-hmm. you're not objecting. You're not like, nah, don't put that shit into me. Let it, I want to hurt. I want right. to stay in pain. Right. I want to bleed out. I want to catch an infection. No, you're saying save my damn life. So you don't question those drugs, but you question this drug that you know the majority of your people that you know personally has taken it, and they're alive. They, they did not have 
the side effects that you find the one out of 250,000 that something happened. And maybe you're saying, hey, I could be the one. Fuck that. Okay. But then you're going to bitch and complain when they shut this bitch down again and we have to wear masks and or stay quarantined because the numbers went out of control again. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Wear the mask. There's a reason. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Harris was talking with somebody trying to dispel misinformation and disinformation. But this is the largest scientific experiment in human history. There's a couple hundred million people vaccinated and safe. That's a remarkable historic feat. You know what America needed to do? We needed a movie producer. This, this is going to be, this should be a promo. This is what America needs to do for COVID. We need to take the real numbers, right? Mm-hmm. So when COVID, COVID was at its worst, it was over 500,000 souls, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well into 600,000 souls. And now it's claiming more lives. We need a dope movie producer to take all those people and put them in a, like, Wembley Stadium and 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 uh, the O2 Arena and and uh, and and Jack and John Ke- Kennedy State like all the one hundred thousand seaters across the country, and or we just find a huge massive land like Coachella and put all those people there at the same time, and then pull the plug, watch all them people die just drop to the ground at one time. So you see it visually when you see a sea. As far as your eyes can see of dead people, only because you wouldn't think of it as like, uh, you'd be like, shit, let me put my seatbelt on. You know what I mean? I, to your point, I was looking at. You know when people started wearing seatbelts? I didn't mean to cut yeah, you no, off. Go ahead, go ahead. You know when people started wearing seatbelts, seatbelts, like wearing them motherfuckers? The crash test dummies. Yeah, when you saw it. When you saw them dummies net getting decapitated and them, you was like, yeah. oh shit. He, what, how much was the dummy? How much did he weigh? It weighed 190? Right. Shit. Yeah. You need to see it visually. You have to see it. Arguably, the the two previous major pandemics were the Spanish flu and then the, the, the plague of the 13th century, the Black Plague or the Black Death. And there's a difference in death in those two situations because back then you saw the bodies piled up at the city entrances. You smelled it. They decomposed. The mm-hmm. birds would come in. It was they would rot. They would waste mm-hmm. further. It would spread further. You saw the, the death. Right. In these modern situations, you know, in, in the modern world, you know, you we don't live that way, so you don't see the deaths. But to your point, if if you saw everybody on the field and saw it at the same time, you know, you would you would have this. You would see it. You know, that would affect you differently. I think sometimes we, and we've all known some, we all know somebody. We all should know someone. I can't speak for all over the country and in the Midwest, but we we all should know someone that COVID has affected. Not Absolutely. Ju- not just, you know. Oh, Close they, to home. Yeah, not just they got it. We know somebody that was hospitalized. I have friends who passed away. We know people who yeah. passed away. And so maybe if it was, this is bizarre thinking but sometimes we say you know tyrone yeah tyrone got it and man he was in the hospital and they put him on the ventilator bro he passed away bro and of course it's those people that's gonna be like it was the fucking ventilator or it's the whatever but some i think sometimes when that one person catches it and you go oh Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's not even move moving the needle it's almost like you need to say tyrone family Got it. They all died. The whole family? The whole family. Because whatever, death is not moving the needle 
when people just say, I can't go back to a mask. Fuck that. I can't go back to a mask. I, it's our own vanity. It's our, yeah. own, it's our own sense of we're Americans. This is against my rights. Right. You know, we've created our own monster within ourselves. Yeah. It's also in this swimming pool of information. Right. Anything is perceived as true. Right. We live in the digital age. We've never been more connected. We can call somebody on the other side of the globe. We can see people. There's never been more information right. ever. At, a, at the drop of a fingertip. And, and all of it could be, you know, the algorithm and suggests things that confirm your bias. Like you're, there's all kinds of information. Say that one more time, brother. Ooh, Say my that brother. Say well, that I do think, I think the Google algorithm, so it reports back the most popular findings. Mm-hmm. So it's just the things with the most views already. So it's not necessarily true, but it's what the most people are looking at. So if you are on Facebook and you type in something and it pops up the article, they're going it's just like Amazon. It's going to say, because you like this, would you like this? And it's right, going to exactly. keep That's it. Yeah. feeding you yeah. the stuff you want to read or the stuff they think you want to read. And then you just have unlimited information. And all right. of a sudden your brain drifts to, I'm an intelligent person. These are credible sources. You shouldn't take the vaccine. You, yeah. You'll get polio. How did I get here? Yeah. How did you fall down that rabbit hole, as we call it? You know what I mean? Right. Because you can't pull yourself out of it. Yep. Trump supporters going to the Capitol, and they really want us to forget about it like it happened a long time ago. No, it didn't. The insurrection did not happen a long time ago. If you're still within the same year and we're talking about people storming the Capitol and and threatening to kill <laughs> elected officials. Yeah, it's and you're trying to say it happened a long time ago. Let me let me give you an example of something that happened a long time ago. The Boston Tea Party happened a long time ago. And there was a black dude who died and his name was Crispus Attucks. And he was the first black dude to die in the Boston Tea Party. And do you want to know why I know that? Because every year in history, they teach you that shit because it's history. Right. They didn't say, uh, that Boston Tea Party happened a long time ago. No. Yeah. It's part of history. And mm-hmm. we still learn it and we still make our kids learn who the fuck Christmas Addicts is. Tell me you've heard of Christmas Addicts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. They, I'm guaranteeing you my daughters are going to learn about Christmas Addicts because it's in the damn history he book in, in chapter book. three. Mm-hmm. In everybody's history book. So, you mean to tell me the insurrection where people were saying to hang the vice president and they literally killed people? And, and here are some firsthand accounts that are really traumatizing. And now they don't want to hear from the officers, some people. They're saying, why are you making stuff up? Like, the video is fake. Like, all the coverage of all the video is fake. Like, why are you making stuff up? Right. That dude that was on Fatone, Fanone, that the police officer with the beard and all the tattoos oh, that's yeah, been yeah. making the circuit or whatever, and the phone call that they played of somebody calling him and threatening him and calling him a faggot and calling him, I'll slap you, you bitch, mm. and they make, why are you making up all this shit? You mm. just, and they played it all on CNN. Oh, good. It's so many people that would just be like, that's fake news versus like, yeah, but the audio, okay, you don't like to CNN, I get it. So they just they just keep right. You can't pull those people back, man. Well, the other thing I was going to say was before Obama's first run, there were these extremists who I think uploaded um, photos of Michelle Obama as a chimp 
mm-hmm. and uploaded the file to the internet with the title michelleobama.jpg or, or titled it or whatever so that when you search that term, the image would return this. Mm-hmm. And enough people did this that that was the main search result. So it just mm-hmm. confirms that the idea of truth is the most complicated it's ever been. There's so much information that, you know, things are reported as truth or perceived mm-hmm. as truth when it's not necessarily, you know, the truth. But, yeah, we're all out here in this digital world participating. You know, a really cool thing happened. Um, I was on stage at the Laugh Factory, mm-hmm. killing it. Of course. Shout out to Finesse Mitchell. Hey, guys, I'm going to be at <laughs> La Hala Comedy Club April, uh, July to August 6th through the 8th. August 6th through the 8th. August 6th through the 8th. La Hala. La Jala. La Hala. La Hala. It's in between San Diego and L.A. It's a beach. It's a town. beach town? Yeah. So it's the comedy store. Get your tickets. I will also be in Lowell, Arkansas. Lowell, Arkansas. Lowell, next to Fayetteville. Arkansas. That is August 12th through the whatever. It's on the website. And then August 19th through the 21st, I'm going back to Washington, D.C. The D.C. Improv. Get your tickets. Tell your friends. Come see me live. Uh, I bring up all that to say, I don't know. I just forgot my point because all of a sudden I got excited about tour dates. What are all the, uh, what are, what's this country like, dude? <laughs> you go to all these cities. I, I haven't, I went home and came back. That's it. What's like the whole world like? Very, very cool thing. On my street, that's a dumb way to start it off. Ugh. My neighbor text messaged me after I destroyed the Laugh Factory. Sick. I don't stay anywhere near the Laugh Factory. It's not around the corner from my house. And my neighbor, who is doing quite well, uh-huh. that matte black on a 755 BMW. Ooh, matte black. Matte black. Oh, like, took, took, that, took that car yeah. and p- had it painted matte black. Yeah, exactly. That's with a those statement. Rims. Yes, but that's a huge statement. <laughs> that's a huge matte black statement. on that car. People who Vince, know. Vince, put it up. Vince, put it up. <laughs> yes. Put that up, Vince. Um, yes. And, and the wife drives a BMW SUV, mm. and, and they do really well in their business. Um, we act like neighbors. We do the wave. Our kids are the same age, and we've been there for two years, and we still do the wave. They play sometimes, but lately they have been playing a lot. The kids have been playing a lot. The babysitter nanny brought their mm. kids up over to my house, you know, and that started the conversation outside. And then, of course, the parents walked down and we finally started talking oh, after wow. two years That's of living neat. next to each other. That's neat. So he texts me after my set at the Laugh Factory mm-hmm. and he says, I did not fucking know. Holy cow. You, that was amazing. We're here. And Bro. I'm like, well, come upstairs, man. Come, ha- come holler at me. So him and his wife come upstairs and they're like, kind of knew that maybe you was in jail. I didn't know, but that and And so now we're having this conversation, me and my wife, him and his wife. And it, this took two years to do, you know, mm-hmm. to get to that level. And just the other day, we were just talking about, you know, it must just be so exhausted and tiring to hate and be racist because the only way you kind of feel that way is if I was saying you just don't grow up around enough diverse people people you don't have them where you're just speaking and saying what's up every day 
you get to know that one guy. You get to know one Tyrone in your life, mm-hmm. and Tyrone is cool. You get to know one Angela in your life, and Angela is cool. We get to know one Clark in our life, and Clark is cool, and his wife Amy is cool. Yeah. And then your kids are just playing because they don't see color. They just want to know if you're cool. And you just, and once you get to know and make that connection with one person, absolutely, it, it starts to trickle out to, oh, well, you know, Clark is cool. Tyrone is cool. Oh. And so you don't just generalize a whole group of people by just what you see on the news, which is all bad because you live in the fucking Midwest on a farm and you're like, black people steal. All they do is loot and steal, loot and steal, loot and steal and rape. Yeah. Yeah, I heard Ian Edwards tell the story of, you know, came from Jamaica and the school he was in was predominantly white. Mm-hmm. And uh, his white friends, the kids in the school would say, hey, man, you're not like other black kids. And at the time, he took it as a compliment. And then he said it wasn't until until years later that he realized. Motherfucker. They, they didn't know any other black kids. Right. He was the only black kid they knew. So for them at that age to have a conception, you're not like other black guys. They already had an, an idea of what a black guy was. I say all the time that. Um, so Elle is six Mm -hmm. and she comes home and one of her best friends has two moms. Mm -hmm. Well, we didn't expect to have that conversation with our six year old. Wow. But you kind of got to have it. And then she was like, well, is it okay for me to, you know, and we were kind of like, uh, no, (laughs) (laughs) but, (laughs) uh, you know, we'll cross that bridge uh, when we get there. I want you to think y'all, about six things. This is B6. free for y'all. This is free. B6. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about love right now. B6. That's uh, This entertainment is free for y'all. Um, Shame on you. We're just trying to keep it 1,000 for y'all. One, yeah. one reason that I feel like y'all keep coming back to understand this is because, you know, sometimes we go there. Y'all, yeah. Hey, persecute me later, Right. Let me make it first. Let me make it, make it, and then yeah, yeah. take it away. Yeah. So I'm Let me half, make it for you. Take I'm it. Half, let me make it for you. I'm halfway. I'm so close. So close. The irons are in the fire, and Jesus yeah. is working. Yeah. So I'm so close. That's so this man is so close. Let Jesus work. Let Jesus work. And then let me say some fucked up shit, and y'all take it all the way. <laughs> let me Felicia Rashad myself. Let me do it myself, but at least let me have a Cosby show. You are a fool. <laughs> Ah, that's a hard conversation, though, bro. Yeah, it is. And um, my wife is an outstanding mother. Outstanding. Um, shout out to the the Barge. That's the mom horn. Hey, they deserve all the credit, all the credit, especially in the little girl's life. It's very important to to instill discipline, love, affection, nurturing, compassion, humbleness. Very important for parents to be humble. But the most important thing I think that I'm going to pass down to my brother, my father, to be over here to my left, patience. Have to be patient. Have to be patient with your wife dealing with children. and You have to be patient with your children. And then people have to be patient with you. Because for whatever reason, dudes have a way of checking out. Mentally, physically. We're not there. We're checked out. We're right next to you. We're in a conversation with you. Yeah, yeah. We're checked out. Yeah. You want to know some scary ass words? Tell me what I just said. Men have checked out. No. When the woman says, Oh, what? Finesse. 
No. Did you hear me? Tell me tell me what I just said. Oh, tell no. me what I just got through saying. That's the worst thing. That's the worst. That is that shit makes men pee, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> no dude want to hear them words after a conversation. Oh man. I see I felt like I was a kid in class and the teacher stopped and was like, "Now what's the answer?" And you're like, "Oh, that's the worst. How that's do you get out worst. of that?" But you probably can get out of that. You know, a lot of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yo, hi, yo. How did you snake your way out of that? Hey, man. Just like I'm snaking my way out of it right now. Man, a lot of dudes. Oh, that's so funny. We're a mass, people. Get the vaccine. No, um, it's, it's, it's tough. Dudes, dudes check out. There's no guy that, when you have a great mother, when it's just in you, when you, mm-hmm. see, them, when you see those kids and you go, my babies, my babies. I see it. And I see it on, I see it. It's on mm-hmm. a sea of women's faces. Um. So, shout out to all the good mothers out there. But, um, yeah, dudes don't be like, my baby, my baby. Dudes be like, you know, is he hurt? He all right? He'll get up. What was that noise? Right. And, you know, um, a lot of us are so busy trying to be a provider, whether we need, whether you make the most money or not. Like, yeah. The pressure for a guy needs, yeah. to feel like he has to provide, you know, is a is a very real stress. Mm-hmm. Shelter, it, protection, financially, is a very real yeah. a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure, and um, and so uh, you don't want to go to too many negative vices and use crutches from alcohol to weed to mm-hmm. real hard drugs to just. Projecting your fucking fears on your wife and on your kids and yeah. being an asshole just because you stress the fuck out. Right. You are the you are the patriarch and damn it, lead with compassion, humbleness, love, and have a sense of humor, man. Make it fun Ooh. in your house. Make your wife and your kid want to be around you. Don't be dead. Hey, 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 hey. These are free keys uh, for you. <laughs> this is free right now. <laughs> hey, um, Jeannie, yes, I, sir. I don't know what else to say, brother. Once again, we have laid it down. I think this was the whole... I can't say we still catching up. Now we like jumping into what's going on. Hey, man, That's y'all so- come back for the next episode. Because uh, you mean tell me we won one? We won one? Kelly Clarkson got to pay her husband $200,000 a month? Jeannie, did the fellas win one? Did we get a win? Hey, y'all rate, review, and subscribe. This has been Understand This.